Hello, and welcome back to Diaries of a Homosexual. I'm your host, Christian Sigurdsson, and today we are going to be talking about masculinity, okay? Mask for mask, because this is a big issue, okay? And I needed to bring Brooke in today. Again, I'm sorry if you don't like me. <laughs> Part again. two, because Brooke here is a little skincare fiend. Yeah, I really like skincare and makeup and that sort of stuff. And one of the big things I want to talk about today is like makeup for men and products geared towards men. Okay. And then we also are going to touch on masculine issues in the gay community and the LGBTQIA plus community, because that is something I have had experience with. Mm -hmm. And I feel like pretty so many people can relate to this gender inclusive makeup. I first saw this with makeup for men Mm -hmm. and i just thought to myself that's so stupid because it should like makeup's just for everyone yeah i I think other brands have tried to do it and i saw that some brands have like released oh this is for men but it's like wait is it formulated different does it work differently like how wait just why yeah i remember it was called like war paint or like man paint or something like that. And I was Man like, oh pain? my God. And it was like black packaging of and course. bold letters, very manly. If a guy is going to wear makeup and he chooses that over like Anastasia Beverly Hills, what is the point? It's makeup. Exactly. If you want to wear makeup, wear fucking makeup. Yeah, I think there is this sort of hesitation for guys to even take care of themselves like self-care like i my brother um he like had some skin problems and issues and so i was like oh let me help you like we will go and get some stuff for you and so you can do we can get you a face wash and a moisturizer and a sunscreen whatever and he was like no no no, i don't want any of that i was like wait why not though he's like no i just that's just i'm not into that i don't want to do that and i was like why you're just taking care of yourself yeah so you don't look old and wrinkly when you're 50 gotta wear sunscreen sunscreen i don't know i guess maybe it's a thing with guys and this whole like it's not like manly to take care of yourself yeah it's almost like a thing where you have to be rough and you have to be dirty basically and you know fishing and getting your hands in the mud you know what i mean but i find hair is different like they're different with their hair yeah but guys don't like to admit how much time they put into their hair that's true like there's some men who it's like that clearly took you hours or you know like more than 10 minutes to do yeah but if i ask you you're going to lie to me and be like oh no it's just like quick like put some gel but like i have seen guys and they're like standing in the mirror for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. just like brushing their hands through their hair like why not just admit to it yeah like it's okay hair is such a thing that like and skincare and whatever it's such a confidence booster i found in my life as soon as i i had really bad cystic acne for a really long time and i struggled with my confidence with it and once I so my skin started to clear up, I came out of my shell more just because it was something I was always aware of. Yeah. And I tr- like bought lots of makeup to cover it up, but that only made it worse. So now I have sort of clear skin. It's better, but it's always been a struggle for me. And yeah. now that I'm at a place where I'm happy, I'm definitely more confident. Yeah. Do you think when you had worse acne, that was all you would focus on when you were talking with people or out in public is... Oh, can they see 
like my acne like is it bad are they judging me totally it's on the forefront of your mind most of the time especially Mm -hmm. when you look in the mirror and you only see the things you don't like I found that something I have to work on is when I look in the mirror and I just look at the things I don't like instead of focusing on the things that I do like like my eyes or something like that sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'm like oh you're the hottest bitch around (laughs) and then like an hour later I'll go back to the mirror and be like what the actual fuck happened you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's kind of sad how quick that changes when I was younger I also had kind of like bad acne as most of us do I think yeah and so my mom gave me a tinted moisturizer which more guys need to wear a more people need to wear a tinted moisturizer okay I have one I love it it's amazing so I started wearing it And I felt a lot more confident because my skin would look better in it and it was like more moisturized because I am a scaly little chameleon sometimes. Chameleon. Like my skin is so dry. I need to moisturize a lot more. But I remember going to school in this tinted moisturizer and I'd been wearing it for a little while and I was in band class, okay? Mm -hmm. And I played the flute and the guy I was sitting next to who was terrible at flute may i add okay he turned to me and was like chris are you wearing makeup what and this is an all boys private catholic school oh my god like religion class everything and so when he said that i froze i was so alarm bells immediately this was before i came out as well yeah and i was terrified and obviously he was saying it so freaking loud and he started like, oh, oh, Grishé, like, are, are you wearing makeup? Are you wearing makeup? What did you say? <laughs> I just denied that shit so well, yeah, hard. I don't think a tinted moisturizer is makeup. I feel like it's in the same category. And like now if someone said that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like it's a tinted moisturizer. Mm-hmm. But then it was so scary oh, because for sure. wearing makeup is not considered masculine. Mm, yeah. And I was already low-key getting made fun of for sounding and acting gay and so I didn't want to worsen the situation by having people think I wear makeup even though there's literally no problem with that Mm -hmm. and then a couple of the other guys heard and they started like joining in oh my gosh and it was all thank god we were in class because the teacher was like guys shut up and we went back to it but after I was like no like it wasn't makeup like I'm just like super dry and that's probably like what you saw. Yeah. But I think it's so amazing when guys do. And like some of these guys like drag race. I know. We love drag race. We've been binging it. It's so good. Like that is talent. It is art. It's art. It's art. And I think that there's kind of this expectation or like not... I don't want to say expectation, but like when guys think, oh, like when they think of makeup, they think automatically of like drag makeup or Mm -hmm. maybe heavier makeup. And it doesn't have to be like that. Like you can wear maybe just like a clear eyebrow gel or something or a brown mascara that like looks more natural instead of going like full drag. So I think that a lot of men don't realize that there is kind of a scale. Yeah, it's definitely a stereotype where you hear makeup and they just assume the most glamorous extravagant Mm -hmm. there's actually some good videos on tiktok i i forget his name but he does these 
like minimal makeup routines for guys and they're so good and he looks so good after and you would never like it's very natural it's just enhancing what you already have yes and he looks so good after yeah i think that's like what most people go for when they put on makeup at least that's what i think of it's just like mm-hmm. enhancing kind of what you already have which would be like putting on mascara or you know an eye like an eyeshadow to make your eyes pop or something yeah. it's not when people transform their whole face that's when it gets to like more like artistry yeah i think because mm-hmm. i am not very good at makeup but i can put on mascara <laughs> me neither i did like halloween makeup this year mm-hmm. um as a clown it wasn't terrible it's so hard but it wasn't good i know people like will watch myself included will watch these videos on instagram of people doing makeup and i'm like oh i could do that i could totally do that and then you start doing it and you're like wait why does this not look the same at all oh my god i can't do this this and is it's so, so hard defeating too because you're like why can they do this so easy and i'm literally just incapable or those like five minute eye makeup or like hair hacks Oh my god, those, those are fake. Those take like 30 minutes. There was one that I tried and it was like five minutes easy and I literally spent 30 minutes doing it. <laughs> or like the marshmallow as a, what are they called? Um, the sponges? Yeah, like a, like a makeup blender, like a yeah. sponge. Yeah. They were using a marshmallow. Oh yeah. Instead, like stuff like that. Clickbait like, stuff. Well, so clickbait, but very interesting. You can definitely get creative with it. Clothes. Clothes. Okay, I feel like I'm pretty open mm-hmm. with my clothes, especially gender-wise. We were at this store. We were determined to buy something for me because <laughs> I hadn't bought anything. I hadn't bought anything, and I hadn't gotten a bunch of stuff. And I was like, okay, you had need Christian, to buy you're something. making me feel like such a capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> and so we walk in the store, and the guy turns around. He's like, oh, hey, bud, like what can we help you with today and i was like oh just browsing and i started looking at like this section like i don't know there was no defined section and he just goes oh but that's the women's section and, and we I was were like, like oh okay. like okay and like it was literally just jeans and like hoodies and yeah i know there was like these baggy jeans because you know how like baggy styles kind of in right yeah. now and skinny jeans are out skinny jeans are out didn't seem like some some stories you can tell right away yeah what's more of like the women's section and like the men's section but this was more of like you really couldn't tell yeah there were pink tags and like yellow tags yeah i think right that was really the only difference and they had a lot of the same like denim and jeans yeah in the women's section just different sizing i guess yeah and so i found this pair of corduroy pants and then i was looking at jeans and i we were in the store for like 20 minutes yeah. and crochet had finally found stuff that he liked and i was like all right you got to try it on and so the smallest size they had was like a 28 yeah or no i think it was like a 30 or a 30 yeah okay and i tried on and it was so big on me and i was like they it doesn't fit at all i walked out and you could literally fit another person in there with me yeah so i was like looking around and i was like oh god He's got to find something like there has to be something in here that he likes. And so I went back and kind of checked the sizes. And meanwhile, Chris J is still trying on stuff and everything is too big. And Chris J over here also doesn't like to wear belts. Yeah, I hate belts. So that wasn't really an option to get something a little bit bigger and then wear a belt. 
we had tried there was a pair that had like a drawstring in them yeah and i pulled that shit so tight and this waist it was still not and if you like pull it too tight then it looks weird yeah so i i don't know i was out of options so i just like wandered over to the women's section and i pulled a pair of like baggy jeans and i was like okay well i don't know what the size is going to be so let's just grab the biggest size that i could find it was like a 13 weird sizes anyway and so i just grabbed it and then i was like just try these on christian i didn't say anything i didn't tell you they're women's and then you tried them on yeah and they were still too big they were really big anyway so i went to go get him another pair and the guy like the cashier or whatever mm-hmm. he was like oh do you need help finding a size yeah i'm like oh kind of like he's tried on every single size and they're still too, big. too big and yeah. he was like even a 28 i was like yeah he tried on the 28 and it was still really big so i just decided to grab <laughs> one of these and he was like those are women's you know though right i was like yeah i know it's okay though he's fine yeah. with it and so he like followed me to the change <laughs> room so i like pulled a size nine and the guy i think he was like intrigued he was like wait how small really is this guy <laughs> and so i gave them to chris j and they were still a little big and this this guy who was like the worker there he couldn't believe it yeah he was like wait are you are you sure like like those still don't fit and we were like yeah no <laughs> it was it was weird but it's just kind of weird that like they were putting so much emphasis on like oh like you know you know that's women's right yeah and I think that a lot of guys would see that and go, oh, oh, shoot, sorry. Yeah. You know, and, and put immediately that back. feel ashamed. Exactly. And you shouldn't feel ashamed because it's a freaking hoodie. There's not like extra room for or like jeans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeans, too. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be built that differently. Like they might be a little bit more high waist. But yeah. But cares? if you're buying like baggy jeans, like that's kind of in style right now mm-hmm. is having baggy jeans. I don't really think that there's much of a difference. Yeah. I I have been known to shop in the men's section for hoodies and stuff. Like, I'll go into sports stores. And mm-hmm. if I like a hoodie and it happens to be in men's, I don't care. I never see men shopping in the women's section. Never. Unless even it's though, for, like, their wife or sister. And even then, they're going to make it known that they're yeah. not shopping for them. Oh, no, this is... They'll go up to the cash register. Oh, this is for my sister. It's yeah, a gift. Like, I hope she it's likes it. It's a gift. Can I get a gift receipt? Uh, at the same time, not everyone is safe to dress how they want, depending mm-hmm. on their circumstance and situation. And I get that. And what I am saying is you should be able to. But if you aren't, that's okay. Pro tip, okay, from my closet days. If you're buying something that's like not stereotypically masculine you're like scared of it get a gift receipt and like no one will question it mm-hmm. and i see guys on instagram wearing crop tops sometimes and like it looks so good mm-hmm. like more men need to wear crop tops i think i've said this before but it's it just stands like stands true i think that sports culture and the bros is also kind of an issue because i feel like guys when you have them alone can be different than when they're in a group Mm -hmm. in a group setting there's definitely more pressure to behave a certain way and like a herd perform like herd mentality is definitely a a thing that happens a lot especially in high school where you don't really know who you are yet and you're not really comfortable to express who you are so you just kind of try and fit in i guess that's why you walk around a high school and how many people do you see like wearing air forces 
so many. You Which see Air I have Forces like three pairs. Everywhere. I cannot say anything. I love them. But still, there's yeah. that kind of like trendy clothes that happen mm-hmm. in high school where everybody tries to buy the same thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think from my days at private all boys Catholic school, there was this importance placed on building the brotherhood. Mm. like quite literally that was the words and being a man for others which the sentiment i see it okay like be good but rather than like a man for others just be a good human being just be a decent fucking person yeah (laughs) which was not accomplished by everyone it was kind of weird to see like i would have i like there were people there that were very nice individually but if they were in their group, I would not go near them mm-hmm. because yes. they'd be so different. And it definitely wasn't that it wasn't great for me, but it wasn't like I was horribly, brutally bullied or anything at all. Like it was not like that. Like there were very nice people there. But as a whole, it was very culty, mm-hmm. like genuinely. It was. Oh, my God. It was so weird. But there were actual, like, groups and, like, cliques, too. Like, there was the football team and the basketball team and the wrestling team was really big there, too. Like, I noticed sometimes with a few guys when they're in groups, they deepen their voices. Mm. And people will say, oh, Krisha, you sound gay. But I low-key feel like more guys sound like this. Yeah. Yeah. But they just are used to talking so low mm-hmm. in like groups. I don't know. This could be totally wrong. And it's just your it, experience. Exactly. But like, I don't know. I feel like I could sound like them. And mm-hmm. I definitely have like my secret straight bo- voice in the back of my pocket that I can <laughs> whip out. Like, if I'm at a grocery store or a restaurant or in any situation, where I am like a little deer and there are wolves circling, okay? <laughs> I'm going to whip out that straight voice so quick and be like, oh, bro, like, thanks so much, man. Like, bro, thank bro. you. Seriously. Dab me up, bro. Dab me up. <laughs> and it works. It really works. I always use it. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that in high school, there definitely is kind of, it's kind of clicky. And as someone who I, I I love to admit, I am a band person. Okay. I play band in kid. a band. I'm a percussionist. Thank you. I'm in two bands. But I also played high-level sports, and I played on the basketball team. I played on the volleyball team. So I find there isn't – there's only, like, a couple girls on the team that I would play in that would be in band. And it was always kind of seen like, oh, you're a band kid. Mm-hmm. You also play sports. Like, oh, like, it's not super – I don't want to say like frowned upon, but it's not common Yeah, that people who play sports will also do musical theater. Like I did musical theater in middle school yeah, and elementary school and me I too. loved it. It was so much fun and it was a great way for me to like explore my more musical side and meet new people. Mm-hmm. So I think that there definitely is this kind of like if you're in this group and you're an athlete, then you don't play music or you don't sing in the choir i sang in choir did vocal jazz i did all that stuff cheers and yeah you meet you meet different people because people don't feel like they can spread themselves out Mm -hmm. and i definitely think that there's this kind of like clicky kind of expectations on people that 
especially on guys mm-hmm. if you're a guy and you like are in choir you cannot play sports no no you're with the choir guys you're with the choir kids and and the athletic guys will be like oh look it's the choir boys mm-hmm. or the theater guys or even oh the hockey team will say oh like you're just a basketball kid and there's like levels within sports as well yeah like there's groups within sports like the basketball team is very different from the volleyball team and then the hockey team is very different too yeah. So I, d- I just don't, I don't understand why there is this kind of block in people's minds that you can't do other things and explore other sides of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have a more like maybe masculine side when I play sports because I did play basketball. And mm-hmm. that, to be fair, it is kind of more of seen as a masculine sport. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like physical contact and whatever, but I don't really think it's like just for guys. All my friends who are girls... Mm-hmm are low-key proud of how much they cry, but I find that guys don't, you know? Boys don't cry. Yeah. And I think that there's definitely, like, a conversation starting where people are opening up to the idea of men actually having emotions, which is good because it's true. Yeah. I think a lot of older generations, like parents, grandparents, will kind of instill that. Oh, just walk it off. Or, oh, you're fine. Or, oh, act like a man or be a man. Mm-hmm. I have gotten told these things so many different times. And it kind of hurts because, I don't know, I feel like I am um, a man. Like, I identify as, like, male. And so to be kind of cut down like that is just upsetting. And, like, yeah, I fucking cry. And that's okay. Yeah, I can't speak too much to this because I'm not... Like, I'd say I'm not a super emotional person. Okay. So I don't cry that often. And once I do, it's more of like I've kind of packed down all my emotions and they're kind of bubbling up. And this is like my release. For, this is your breakdown. Yeah. This is my breakdown. But definitely I know people who cry when they're frustrated, not mm-hmm. always when they're sad or they're hurting. Like the people express their emotions in different ways. And I think that for women and girls there is definitely less of oh my god you're crying or something yeah. like there's it's not as taken as seriously maybe yeah no definitely people need to be more welcoming to guys crying guys just need to fucking cry more yeah or even like after a sports game and you're yeah. in the finals and you lose you're okay to cry like i definitely noticed like when I go watch sports games and like a, uh, a team you lose, it's a close game and you're losing the final of some important game mm-hmm. and guys will cry and people, and people are like, Oh look, you're crying. Like, yeah, they're this crying. Is a big deal to they him. They just tried really hard. Yeah. I think too, like there was this guy who was in our old math class and he wasn't doing so good in math. Fair. Been there. As one So does. many times. But he would cry sometimes after getting a really bad mark on a test. I've been there. And people would, like, make fun of him to his face. What? Ask him, oh, why are you crying? Like, you just, like, failed the test. Like, yeah, who knows what's going on at home? Mm -hmm. His parents could be, like, losing their shit on him. He could have super high expectations for himself, which I can totally relate to. Because if I fail the test... I'd be crying too. One time, okay, <laughs> chemistry. I was in 
the IB program last year and I took IB chem. That was a mistake, I will say. There was one test at near the end of the year. I got like a 63 on it. Mm-hmm. I lost it. That was my last straw. I got in my car. I started bawling, r- like drove down the road, went into a ditch because I was crying so hard, drove out of the ditch, went to shoppers, bought a chocolate bar, <laughs> ate the chocolate bar and drove home. And I'm not even kidding. I was crying the whole way. Yeah. And like that was because this test was such a big deal to me. And I worked so hard to try and get a good mark on it. And it didn't happen. And it was crushing. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I cried for like probably an hour both ways to like get my chocolate bar. And after I felt good and it ended up working out and didn't do IB next year. But now my marks are like, I'm very happy. A a 63 in Chris J standards is the end of the world if people are wondering. I know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I probably would be happy with a 63 in some, (laughs) some cases, but... Yeah, no. crying in the car is definitely a different vibe. It's I, way better than crying anywhere else. I think for people in general, it's unsafe though. Definitely. Yeah, there's <laughs> been there's been a few times where <laughs> the tears have just kind of made my view a little foggy. Yeah. But I think unrealistic standards academically can also be dangerous, not necessarily just for like masculinity or whatever, but for anyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm at the point now where like I'm very happy with the grades I'm getting but if I got a grade I didn't like I'd be so mad yeah and I think that I place such high I mean I'm sure you do too yeah like both of us place such high value on our grades and if it doesn't go our way I don't know about you but I will lose my shit yeah it's almost like a identity or a part of yourself that you use to like like make your it's like a confidence booster yeah and it's like instant gratification you get a test bag you see a mark and it's like wow i did great Mm -hmm. or if it's not so great it's immediately that feeling of like oh shit yeah like what like i'll get like nine out of ten on a quiz Mm -hmm. and i see oh that's 90 percent fuck i did so bad but it's one thing i did wrong which is very good you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I see the 90% and I'm like, oh, I'm dropping the class. It's over. In math, we had this assignment. It was like a mental math, which are these I little. Hate, I hate mental math. They're these little PTSD. like quizzes, basically, out of like seven marks or whatever. And you can't study for them. Yeah, no. You're just given it and you just and hope you know cumulative. whatever's on it. Yeah. So everything you've learned all year and like some things. Even before, like yeah. we would get stuff from like grade 10. Exactly. That we haven't practiced or whatever and you just have to know it and so there was one i got like a i think it was like a 3.5 out of 7 which tanked my grade it dropped my grade six percent because all my unit tests i was getting like 199 98 and then this like 50 percent out of seven marks dropped my grade so much it really put into perspective for me how important that grade specifically was mm-hmm. because it my grade dropped and I lost my shit. I remember that day. You were not Chris J that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the gay community, 
there's a thing called mask for mask. Oh, yeah. I think they talked about this on Drag Race. Okay. Education <laughs> at its finest. So, it's basically when a, ma- a quote-unquote masculine guy only goes for other masculine guys. Okay. And stereotypically, these people who are like, oh, I'm mask for mask, so like no femboys, are basically like just homophobic, but they're gay. Okay, yeah, I shouldn't say homophobic, but like some of them stereotypically can be and they haven't fully accepted themselves. That is not everyone because there definitely is a preference. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like you might just not be into more feminine kind of like energy almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. Energy. Yeah. I think there needs to be less emphasis on how we present ourselves and more on our energy. Mm-hmm. And if you have more like a masculine energy and you present more masculine that's fine but i think it's all about the energy versus the way you like present yourself mm-hmm. or your appearance no exactly i think that should be a focus honestly mm-hmm. personally i think i'm not overly masculine but not overly feminine i'm kind of just like in between yeah i Even think though, like, most people who meet you aren't right away like oh he's gay like i think it's like you don't your energy isn't super feminine or masculine I got good vibes. I know people mm-hmm. who they went on like a date with this guy and he was like, oh, you're too feminine and like basically left. And like, that's fine. But the way he went about it wasn't respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was belittling. And so I think you have to get rid of, oh, mask for mask and just respectfully say, you're not my type or just don't respond. Like, I don't know. Just don't make anyone feel worse about them, like bad about themselves for being who they are. Mm -hmm. I think it's the important thing to take away from this. And if someone, if you're just not clicking with a person, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, Hey, exactly. I'm just not feeling this right now. Yeah. I know like in most, like in any relationship, any person is going to have their preferences, whether it be, race or height or like anything Mm -hmm. and it's totally fine to be attracted to more like masculine energy but belittling more specifically males with feminine kind of energy is just toxic and does not help anyone okay so i went and asked What is your most ridiculous reason why someone questioned your masculinity? Okay. This is going to be interesting. I can I, was... I can answer that to femininity too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I played basketball for a long time mm-hmm. and that's definitely seen as more of like a masculine sport. Like we wear longer shorts and whatever. And I feel like there's like this kind of stigma around girls who play basketball. It's like, oh, yeah. you play basketball? Like what? And I've played volleyball as well. And with volleyball, it's more like you wear shorter shorts and tighter clothes. And they, no one is ever questions your femininity. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you play different sports or like football or girls who play hockey. Yeah. Girls who play hockey, they, I don't know how they do it. Uh, they're so brave. And I respect those girls so much because like my mom growing up was not allowed to play hockey. She had mm-hmm. to play ringette because it was seen as like, 
a masculine sport and girls weren't allowed to play that. Yeah. But now there's girls who play hockey and I am so just like in awe of those people. Yeah. Because like people will go up to them and be like, oh, you play hockey? You're a lesbian. Yeah. Like what? Or guys will be like, oh, why does she play hockey or football? Also girls who play football, same thing. Yeah. Or rugby. You're amazing. Or rugby. Mm-hmm. I can't. I was reading a book on my lunch break while I was working construction and got a bunch of shit about being about reading being for women (laughs) reading being for women which is easily one of the top 15 stupidest things i've ever said out loud (laughs) like which is so funny because like a hundred years ago like women who read were seen as like witches yeah and now apparently if you read you're just if you're a guy and you read you're seen as like not a man what has the world become for wearing gloves while welding. I don't know anything about welding, but I feel like it would be unsafe. Yeah, my grandpa was a welder and you basically like have this torch and you're like it's hot and there's hot metal and you're melting metal together. I feel like so it would be incredibly unsafe gloves. without gloves. Yeah. How Oh my goodness. Okay. Had a friend give another friendship because he wanted to eat a corn dog. He said, grown-ass men don't eat corn dogs. Any man should understand. Two days later, he was mad ranting and raving at me because I gave everyone else hot dogs and he didn't get one. I just figured he was on his grown man shit. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that whole thing with food? What? Like, haven't you ever, like, like, eating a banana in public? oh or shit like that yeah okay that happened all the time at like the all boys school i noticed that with boys you too literally couldn't high school. bring a banana to school without someone saying something yeah have you ever like started eating a banana but you just like rip off a piece and then put it in your mouth you won't yeah. directly on there yeah i've, I've just, done that oh it's just so like awkward and i find too even the way that you eat yeah is very different like i've heard if you like bring your mouth to your food it's different than bringing your food to your mouth like Mm. if you hold the food here and then you're like chowing down and like hunching over it that's like stereotypically more like masculine Mm. but then apparently like i know i personally will like be a civilized person and bring it to my mouth Mm -hmm. and i've been told that i don't eat like a man oh and i was like what (laughs) like they're like why why are you eating like that and i was like like what like you're breaking off every little piece and like putting it in your mouth i was like well i'm Either not gonna shove it in there want. like who cares about the way you eat i'm sorry went to a mexican restaurant and we waited at the bar before we could get a table this place was has awesome strawberry blended margaritas so i got one apparently lime equals straight and strawberry equals gay oh I've definitely seen, like, guys can't have, like, fruity drinks. Yeah, or, like, the glasses. Yeah. Like, there's been um, guys who they'll order, like, a fruity drink or, like, a cocktail, mm-hmm. but they'll ask for it in, like, a normal glass. Oh, okay. Like, they'll be like, oh, but but I want it in, like, like a normal glass, not, not, like, one of those, like, yeah, the actual glass. And I feel like that's also on, like, women, because I definitely know there are women who are, like... You shouldn't paint your nails. That's or like true. Drink fruity drinks like as to a guy, and it's like, wait, why are you saying that? Or they'll kind of like make fun of them, like, oh, you painted your nails. Right. Why are you drinking like a fruity drink with an umbrella in it? Exactly. Because like, it tastes good. That's like, what I like to drink. Other, like, oh, like he's so sweet. He's 
like he drinks a lemon drop and he paints his nails like it's so sweet mm-hmm. it's like yeah, why definitely does think it matter is, like some women are just as much to blame in the whole like you shouldn't drink that fruity drink because you're you have to be a man yeah at work i gave a guy a report and it had a pink paper clip on it he asked me why i gave him a pink paper clip i told him i just grabbed one he then asked me why i had a pink paper clip i told him i had a rainbow pack then he wanted to know why when i saw it was pink i didn't throw it away he told me i shouldn't use pink paper clips people might have questions so anyway, I spread that story to basically everyone at work and then everyone wanted some of my pink paper clips to use when they gave him stuff. <laughs> I feel like someone who is offended by you giving them like a pink paper clip is insecure in their own gender identity, I feel. A thousand percent. But I love that the other people at your work are yeah. all giving him pink paper clips <laughs> now. I just think that's so funny. Like if I feel like if someone gets upset by you i don't know giving them or something that seems more feminine then they're they're obviously not super secure exactly like if you're homophobic i'm gonna think you're gay yeah because a lot of the time it ends up being true really yeah this like uh conversion therapy like teacher priest or whatever Mm mm-hmm he was like huge in the states like horrible things like oh yeah that's did. i can't even imagine that he's now married with a husband wow like seriously i guess that's just the way it works he was just so insecure in himself and People. now he's like trying to make amends for everything he did and it's like what <laughs> like why would you let it go that far yeah i feel like you have to also just like dismiss those kind of people because obviously they're not yeah secure in their sense of self and you have to just kind of be like okay well they're obviously not they're going through some stuff right now they don't yeah my grandmother was worried i might be gay because i'm thin oh then dang i think i might be gay too (laughs) How, how but what's the correlation though i don't get it like i don't know i guess he's skinny so he is therefore gay which like I'm sorry, but how does that make sense? I guess maybe in the olden days of this person's grandmother, men were, like, larger. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Like, I definitely think it was more uncommon to see skinny men a long time ago. Yeah, because definitely if you, a while ago, if you were larger, it means you could afford food, so you were, like, rich. <laughs> so people were like, oh, there's a wealthy fat man. He can <laughs> afford food. Look at that. Oh boy, gotta get in with him. So maybe that's where it stems from. Yeah, but it's also like weight does not correlate with sexuality at all. So what the actual fuck? My husband bought some of our hometown raspberries into work to share, and a guy he works with said they were girl food. It must be so exhausting to have to gender your food. <laughs> what? food i can't believe this is like a common thing that's being experienced though is like gendered food like if i'm eating my strawberries just mind your own business please okay because what the actual fuck i don't get that it's food who cares driving around downtown after the clubs let out with two friends in the car i stop at a red light and a car pulls up next to us 
A clearly wasted girl gets out of the backseat of my car next to us and gets in the backseat of my car while her also drunk friends are calling her name and asking her what she is doing. The moment she gets in my car, one of my friends was like, go, 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 go. And the other was like, yeah, go hop on 93. I'm thinking, what the fuck? No. And just wait while her friend drunkenly gets her out of the car while apologizing. The next minute or so is spent with the first friend complaining about how much of a pussy I am for not driving off. There's so many levels of wrong in that. I can't even unpack it all right now. What your friend was trying to do is so inherently wrong. Like, basically kidnapping kidnapping a drunk And what did he want to do with her once they had her? Exactly. Like, it's so messed up. You did the right thing. And honestly, you should choose new friends, I would say. Yeah, that's fucked up. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us this week. I love you all. Please go review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Go rate it five stars on Spotify. I saw one of you (laughs) hit the wrong uh, button on Spotify. Okay, got to change that. I love you all. DM me, okay? I read all of your DMs. I love them so much. They're so sweet. Um, With nice nice things. Don't DM him mean things, please, or else... (laughs) I might come for you. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Bye, homos.